Are you listening? Welcome into another week of Crunch Time. I'm your host, Joe Hamilton, alongside my producer, Weezer Weir. Uh, Weez, how you doing? Good, good. Good to hear, man. Busy weekend? Very busy. Very, very busy. I got to see uh, Gabriel Iglesias yesterday. That was fun. That was actually my first stand-up show. So, ever? Uh, yeah, ever. Yeah. Never seen like get the funny bone or anything? No. Wow. How was he? It, he was awesome. He yeah. had a few guys with him, of course, Martin, of course. I mean, that's a staple. But the other guys with him, and um, he talked about the pandemic a lot. Lost about 70 pounds during the pandemic. He goes, because restaurants were closed. <laughs> <laughs> restaurants were closed. But anyway, I digress here. Um, uh, before we uh, go any further here, I just want to remind you that uh, Dubal Lanes is open seven days a week, and they offer birthday packages starting at $6 per kid on Saturday and Sundays. Their open play hours are 9 to 5 daily and 9 to 12 p.m. evenings. So get out, eat, drink, Dubal. If you want to just go and have a good time, if you have friends bowling up there. Their drink prices are really good, and no one can really be bowling alley food, right? So again, food. How, much, how much is a beer up there, Joe? Uh, three dollars. There you go. That's a good deal these days. Three dollars. Get yourself a bucket of cold Bud Light, right? Um, I'm a Bush person, to be honest with you. All right. You are what you, you know. <laughs> I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Weez. I mean, you can give me some crap. I mean, this is a podcast. This isn't radio. I know. <laughs> but let's kind of get into this and uh. A bombshell was uh, set over the St. Louis area when Mike Schilt was fired. Like I, this, this story to me, and I keep reading different things online about what was said, what was not said, blah blah blah. I can't believe anything that's online, but it has me speculating. John Mosellock points out, "quote philosophical differences." Hasn't really came out and said what those differences were. But, you know, it, it could be how he managed the bullpen. It could be what he did in a wild card game. But apparently this is something that's been kind of fuming since the middle of the season. Tell me your thoughts on this. Well, we were, I mean, everybody's forgetting that a month and a half ago, everybody was like, this team's, you know, garbage or not good. You know, Including you. Shield has put some questionable decisions out there. And all of a sudden, you win seven in a row, and you make the playoffs, you look like a genius. But, you know, you have one good month. It doesn't save you from leading up to the month. Yeah, I mean, you, you didn't have a good season other than a great month in September. Um, apparently, he was just telling players to what I what I saw anyway. I don't believe this, but I'm throwing it out there anyway. To undermine the front office approach, to undermine what Jeff Albert is doing, and basically go on their own and, and kind of follow their own approaches. And I also heard that he wanted wanted Jeff Albert off the staff, and we all know uh, how how much John Rosalock likes Jeff Albert. So I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting move, and knowing that some of these guys could be back 
the new hire you think would be internal, right? It sure seems like that's what they want to do. It seems like it's going to be an internal guy. Could be, could be Skip Schumacher. I've heard. Um, I, I, my guess would be, I think it'll probably be um, Stubby Clap. In all honesty, that's where I, I would think they go. Maybe Marmal, Marmal, but I think Stubby Clap. It's, it's probably his to lose. I don't think you're gonna, you know, you're gonna find an aging vet. Like, you know, a Tony LaRusa type, uh, Joe Madden. He was spotted in St. Louis, ironically, the day uh, Chilt was fired, ironically. <laughs> Very ironic. There was another rumor, not rumor necessarily. He is in the running, though, in Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday did say on 101 ESPN that if presented with the opportunity, he would do an interview with the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean... You gotta. You can reach out. I know he's been doing some college coaching with his brother. His brother's the head coach at Arkansas, so I know he likes coaching. I, you know, once again, I kind of get leery of throwing guys in there that never had any managing experience. I would say he had more than Matheny did, because he's at least been around helping, you know, his brother's team and such. But I just get a little leery. I want. Want somebody that's been around. Bring him on is you know what? I would love to see him be replace Albert, in all honesty. We don't, you know, let's get a hitting philosophy in there. You bring in the other Albert, let him be a player hitting coach next season. Let him team up with Matt Holiday. Boom, boom, boom. You know what? While we're at it, just let Wayno be the pitching coach. Actually, I think Yachty should be the pitching coach. Everybody says, Oh, what about player manager Yachty? I no, I really no. I really think down the line, I know it's just a stupid from the Redbird rants. It's a bad blog. I don't know why people like that. Was it Redbird rants or Viva La Birds? Viva Albertos, you mean? Yeah, which one posted the Yachty being the the player? I think manager? it's Viva Albertos. I could yeah. be wrong. Though. All these are garbage blogs. So um, there's <laughs> essentially the crunch time of blogs. So <laughs> I would I would say, you know, if. Yachty was going to get into coaching at some point when he retired. Make him your pitching coach. Yeah, he's not very... I, I don't think he likes dealing with the media. And no. what does a pitching coach not do? Deal with the media. When's the last time we saw Mike Maddox talk at all? Spring training, maybe? Uh, he, he talks more than you think. You probably just don't. Don't catch it. Jim. I mean, I watch, a, I watch a lot of pregame shows. You know, I, I have seen... And you know they talk to Shield about certain things. They talk about talk to different the manager players. Has about... to be available every day, right? Right. But don't you think all the coaches should talk every day? Not every day, but like on a semi-annual basis. To sure, where, sure. yeah, yeah. I, sure. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it's it's going to be interesting to me what the Cardinals do now. Mike Schilt. Let's talk about him for a second. Do you think Mike Schilt gets a job next year in baseball? Does he get a managerial job in baseball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He won the manager of the year, Joe. Does, I know. NL manager so does, with, with a winning record. Does he go to San Diego? Possibly. They could hire Skip Schumacher. I've heard New York could be a destination for him, for the for the Mets. Uh, he's going to get a job. I think he's a better manager than Matheny. Obviously. Matheny I, mean, I mean, hey, any uh, anybody could be better than Matheny, at least when he was here. Now, in Kansas City, that remains to be seen because that's a young team. So I don't want to judge Matheny on that team just yet. This team, I will. Fair enough? Sure. 
So why do you I, think he got fired, Joe? What um, do you think it is? I think it's a multitude of things. I I happen to think it's bullpen management sticking with the same guys over and over, not taking out your starters until three or four pitches later when the lead was already given up or you're sticking re- with a reliever too long. Um, you I know, thought he and- handled this bullpen pretty well for how poorly that bullpen was until they got some help at the death. Well, well, and I'm more saying that because of race. Uh, yes. Well, Alex you know. Reyes early on. It's amazing, man. Maybe you can explain this to me. How do you have the insane first half that Alex Reyes had and then have a second half, to, like the polar opposite second half? How does that even happen? I think it's fatigue, Joe. Let's think about it. When was the last time he pitched a full regular season of baseball? 2019, and that was, um, I think that was in the minor leagues. I know he was in the minor leagues for a he portion pitch, of that season. He didn't pitch the full season. He was still coming off. Cert- like, he's been so, hurt. So what, 2017? That Maybe. That's probably the last time he played a full season of baseball. And you know, I don't. He's never played a full season in the majors, and he's been a star. He's always been hurt, and then, so I think fatigue caught up with him. I think hitters start getting a book. You know, once you become established, there's video on you, and nowadays you study video, and that's how you get it done. Yeah, I like I said, it could be that it could be he didn't want to go through the analytic, you know. I think Rome there's some of that. I, yeah. I think, well, you know, from some sources I've heard, I, you know. That's why I'm talking to you, man, because you have more sources than I do. Um, One, I think a little has to do with money. You know, free, he he's one year left on his deal. Um, You know, making taking this team to the playoffs, he's going to demand more money. Cardinals don't like to pay necessarily, you know, high price for for anything anymore <laughs> no they still pay but um i think one you didn't want to go into a contract negotiation when you truly don't think he was your guy like i you know he did a good job handling this team that's not put together but i really think him and jeff albert has two complete different philosophies on hitting and the cardinals have invested so much um other than like you know he I don't know if you know this, but like DeWitts have invested in million dollar hitting labs and pitching labs for study analytics down in every minor league system to, you know, have the same philosophy. And the guy they chose to build their philosophy and all that is Jeff Albert. He controls the philosophy for the entire organization. So to scrap all that investment, it really seems like they picked Albert over Schilt at this point. And since, you know, they met last Friday, uh, the Friday before, and in five days they're getting fired, I think something happened where this escalated very quickly that they had to they had to fire him. It was like, it's either you or me. It was like, you know, holding, the, you know, you, you, some kind of like demands. And it got so bad that they even had to do it on a game five of a playoff, you know, a deciding game, which in baseball, I mean, you don't you don't break news on a deciding game at all. They had to go to MLB to ask permission to have this press conference because I think things escalated that quickly between the breakdown between the front office and Schilt. 
Yeah, and uh, talk talking about Schilt, he had a press conference today. It was supposed to be a statement, but he wanted to do a Zoom call, and the Cardinals allowed him to do it. Didn't take any questions, but y- you'd think that maybe some stuff would come out, but he was so classy about how he handled everything. Well, Joe, what's, what's he doing right now? true consummate pro, right? Well, what's he doing right now? No, I mean, nothing. I mean, he's... no. What's he doing? Uh, just being the better man about things. And what is not, he doing and, in his life? Come on, Joe. He's he's married. He is. He's looking uh, for what? More money. He's looking no, for a job now, Joe. He's looking for a job. So if you well, go in and you cl- you just you know like. You just bash the Cardinals on your way out. Does that sound professional to you? No, no. no. You have a classy exit. Yeah, exactly. And eyes are on him now to see what is he like. Like, because there's a weird thing that happened here where, you know, Friday, everything seemed okay. And then five days later, he's getting fired. Like, something happened in a week. And the other teams would like to know what happened. The Cardinals aren't going to say it. He's not going to say it. but what other actions and some little things you may do or not say are, are what the other teams are looking for. So they, he is now, he is auditioning for a job. So if he came on here and was like, you know, Jeff Albert's a complete, you know, all he wants to do is hit home runs. He's useless. You know, this is not, and you know, that's what the Cardinals wanted. They didn't want me. They want, you know, you want Mosaic to basically be, he runs everything. You know, if he did that on the way out, who would hire him if he's just going to air everything out like that? You got a point there, man. It's just, I, I just, I don't know what kind of man Schilt was until I saw today in terms of, you know, yeah, he's not going to blow out the organization. It's a great organization still. On the Cardinals side, Weez, what what are the Cardinals, what is their philosophy, man? Do they care about winning? Or do they just care about the bottom line? Do they care about, you know, their guy? Do they care about yet? Do they only care about yes men? Do they well, care about winning? I mean, a- at this point, I got to ask that question. They care about winning. I mean, trust me, they're a winning organization. Uh, you know, they, and, and just think, Joe, if I, I, I haven't list, I haven't re listened, but if we go back three months ago on the podcast, I, I assume you at some point, like, Shields got to go. I think you. I could find it on your Facebook post somewhere. Yeah. No, I, I'm so not so the fact the fact that they won 17 games in a row and made and lost a wild card game isn't going to necessarily be job security, right? Right. It, it's it's not just one month. It's a whole overline here. They, you know, in August, they're like this. Probably just he's not our guy. You know, this is not what you know. They thought the team should have been better with the players they gave him. We all thought that, right? We thought the team should have been better. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying not saying it's all on Mike Schilt. You know, some of it's on the philosophy. Some of it's on guys underperforming. Some on a bad scouting to begin with. So you have all this, and they just decided it's probably not their guy. And then he goes on a run, and then it, it, it looks tough. You know, like, oh, but he made the playoffs. So, yeah, the four years. It, it's just little things like that, and you know, People are harping like, "Can't believe he got fired." Well, if I said it to you in August, you'd probably, yeah, you'd probably, probably get, he might get fired. 
You know, in August, I wasn't thinking he would get fired, though. I'd wa- I wanted it, yes, but as the Cardinals don't do that. You know, you see organizations go, go through managers like clockwork. The Cardinals don't do that. So well, baseball's changing. The manager, you know what the manager is now? A puppet for the front office. His middle management. He's, you know, he's like, you know, if you go into a store and you want to complain, you, they're the big boss, they're going to send out the, the little guy to handle the complaint. You know, it's like the, you don't get to the big boss. They're literally just a relay between the players and the front office. That's what a manager is now. They have a little more say like, oh, I'm going to bring this guy in. Some some clubs have a direct line like, don't put this guy in. Warm this guy up. You know what I'm saying? It's all driven by analytics, which I think is ruining sports in a way. It's made football a little better. You know, there's more people like, oh, it, it's it's actually better to go for bigger yard plays than running it for two yards. So <laughs> analytics is changing. The manager is literally just a puppet, like you said. Yeah. But so. I think where people are getting a little, like, upset is, and tell me, who who do you like better, Schilt or Mo? Schilt. Why? Because Schilt is a guy who believes in his believes in his players. You need your manager to be back you like that. No, you like Schilt because Schilt reminds you of you. You know, like you see, like Schilt. Schilt was a guy that never played baseball. He was around baseball. He learned baseball from baseball men. Never played. He's like he's a fan of the game. He loves the game. He's you, Joe. And he became the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now Mo is a baseball guy. He loves baseball. But does Mo you don't relate to Mo. You don't wear sweaters around your neck, you know? You don't you don't wear a bow tie. Mo has a different like Mike Schilt was at the Blues game just wearing, you know, blue shirt and jeans. Mo would be in like uh dress pants and a button up, right? Yeah. You you don't people of St. Louis don't necessarily relate to to Mo, but I've I've been around Mo. Mo's a good, good guy, you know, relatable in a, in a sense, but he doesn't seem relatable. So people are now like, oh, Mo's got, you know, this is just Mo being, you know, Mo like People just are, they're relating that they can't relate to Mo, and they're they're upset for a guy like Schilt, who they felt like they are Schilt. Yeah, you got, that's brilliantly put, and it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure Schilt, Schilt will find a job within the month of November. How long do you think the Cardinals take to find a new manager? Um, uh, My guess is it will be after the World Series. Uh, yeah, I mean. Because. They've already broke news on a day where they shouldn't have. Yeah, that's just my guess. Maybe there's somebody out there on one of the teams they want to talk to, too. I I really think they they have their choice in mind. But how many openings are there right now? There's San Diego, uh, New York, New York. I can't think of anything else. There's Um, a few. I mean, some more could pop up. So ideally, there's not a lot of competition out there that you're like going after so there's not other competitions stealing your candidates exactly exactly so let's get off of that kind of transition off of that and 
the St. Louis Blues have started their season. Now, before we get into the to Blues themselves, what sense is it to have the Blues wait three days? Okay? So the NHL starts on Tuesday. The Blues didn't tar- start till Saturday. So, what sense is that? What's the problem? I, I just find that weird, man. Why? Because it- you'd think in NHL season, some teams would start this day. Every other team would start on this day. It's just odd to me is all. I don't know. They maybe, got an early off It's, it's going to be a weird schedule. Like every time there's an Olympics, there's a weird schedule. So you got to get used to it. I don't know why. Why you're so upset? The fact that I'm not upset. It's just weird. You sound upset. You sound very upset. <laughs> I couldn't watch the Blues on Wednesday or Thursday. Hey, it's uh, all right. It's all, hey, it's all right. I was watching the. I lost a fish in fantasy. No, you no, <laughs> I won. I know I whooped fish in fantasy. Yeah, but um, but that's no one cares about your fantasy. Joe. Th- that's neither here or there. Um. I, I did watch the ESPN NHL coverage and I did watch the TNT coverage. The ESPN NHL coverage, real quick, that the one gripe I have is the audio. Not the music, not anything, just during the game. You could barely hear Sean McDonough. Okay. I'll be honest, like, I was I, listening at a bar, uh, and so I really didn't hear the audio. Well, the audio was pretty bad early. You could barely hear Sean McDonough. You could barely make out Ray Ferraro. That's just things that will come with, you know, it's the first first week. It's yeah. the first week of the season. I know, and that's what I was saying, too. I'm not told. the Blues didn't I'm play on the first week of the season. Wah, I mean, hey, wah, wah. hey, I'm not. I'm harping on it just because, you know, I just want ESPN to portray this that they actually care about hockey again. I mean, obviously they do because they've got this contract. And, you know, all the streaming rights and everything else. I just want it to be better coverage than what it was. And and the fact that they didn't talk about hockey for 17 years. I wanted to see that. And you know why? Because, Joe, you know what all the programming on ESPN is? It's basically E. Really, if you think about it, it it's it's the or it's esports uh, related. It's what? no each and no, not esports, but like you ever watch E Network or whatever? Yeah. It's basically like E for the NBA and the yeah. NFL. That's all and it what, is. And what and what 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 sports did they show? NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, all the and programming tennis, and tennis. All the programming on ESPN is just advertisement. For you to watch their games on their show. That's all the programming is. It's advertising. You think of it as entertainment. It is an advertising. You watch, you're like, oh, is Baker Mayfield? Is he any good? I'll have to watch Monday Night Football to see if he's any good. It's advertising. Will Patrick Kane have another good season? You'll have to watch on ESPN+. Plus. So, I mean, it's just a thought. Um but TNT, going to that, I know you saw some of it. What'd you think? I thought their presentation was pretty clean. I liked their box. I really liked the power play clock in the middle of the ice. TNT, they're top of the they're top of the uh, chain, if you ask me, in production. So I think it's just going to keep going up. Uh, they still have too many guys on the pregame show. I'm sure that was just because it was the first first week, but it was it seemed a little crowded. It did, and actually, the Blues are on TNT 
at nine o'clock on Wednesday playing the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas. But now getting to the singles blues and, and, and the blues, I, I was looking at some posts on, on groups. I'm in that. I, I don't believe that in this stuff. We so don't be, don't, like Joe, don't that, read the post in the lounge. I'm not, it's not well, the lounge. You said you were in it's the, lo- you were on lounge. Facebook. What it's group? Not, it's not the lounge. What group? Is Basically it the blues. It, it's called let's go blues. So it's the lounge 2.0. It, I guess. I don't know. Listen though. Basically said the blues all the were idiots that the blues were lucky. The, the blues were lucky to win on Saturday night. I think so you know. too. You really do? Okay, go ahead. Why? Okay, Biddington played very well. I'll give it that. Um it wasn't the full Avalanche team, Joe. No, McKinnon I, I, wasn't I, there. Landeslog was out. We played we played basically the Avalanche without their top line. The defense yeah. looked Besides rough. Besides Ranton, you still had well, Ranton, but yeah. One defenseman player looked rough. I'm not going to say it by name. No, do it. Just do it because you've because been doing it every for a time. Year. Every time there was a rush or a goal, you look there and there you see number 55 with his back turn. It's like, oh, fuck. I just got burned again. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look good. Everybody's like, oh, Paranko, sound good. Watch the video. Don't, not necessarily even the goals. Watch the other good scoring attempts Colorado had. And who was there? Number 55. For your St. Louis Blues. Yep. So, um, Colton Pareko needs to get better in that aspect. And, and and another aspect he needs to get better at, I don't know if you saw this, Weezer, no wood play I'm talking about. Clearing the front of the net. It's soft, Joe. But I'd rather agree. have you out there. You, you, you need to get out though. there and clear the net. You'd, you'd block the net. You'd be like, what am I doing here, guys? Well, I'm Joe. And then <laughs> still but better no, than what no, Pareko's doing. You know what play I'm talking about, right? I think uh, it happened on a couple couple occasions. But anyway, Colton Pareko needs to get better and better and better because he has too much size not to play better. He plays small. and it just Yeah, it, 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 yeah. it pisses me off. And too, I can't believe I, we just extended him. Already with what, a bad eight back. years? What was that? Eight years? That one might that one might come back to hurt us. That might be a Albatross. It's, it's not as bad as the Carpenter extension, but it could be up there. <laughs> That'd so be saying... Army's first mistake, really. I think. I think. This well, besides, hey, besides besides re-signing Berglund the first time. True. <laughs> Forgot That's... about that one. <laughs> I can't believe you forget about that. Easily the biggest meme in St. Louis. I had, I, had to, I, had, I had to delete him from my memory because <laughs> when I first started dating Emma or when I first met Emma that her favorite blue of all time was uh, Patrick Berglund. I'm sorry. Sorry. She has a Berglund jersey. I had to wear it one time because I lost a bet. And I to was like, hockey? this guy, this guy I had to wear it to a hockey game. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, this guy's going to pass like records for being the longest tender blue. I go, you never see a Patrick Berglund jersey anywhere. And so I would if if I if we saw one at the game, I would have to chug the rest of my beer. I think I chugged my beer. The the reason I had to wear the jersey is because every time I went to the bathroom and saw myself in the mirror, I'd have to chug a beer. Because that was the only time I ever chugged a beer is when I was wearing it. <laughs> how many how many Berglund jerseys have you seen post Berglund? Post Berglund? Yeah. Zero. I think I saw, in, in all honesty, we started counting them. I think I saw four total. Four total? 
Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Makes sense. That's, but for a guy that was gonna break like Bobby Plager's record for most games played as a blue, get out of here. He passed him, didn't he? Yeah. He passed Bobby. Get out yeah. of here. What a bum. So, so he's like getting... top five and and look, I'm going on my Berglund rant. I don't care. He raped somebody, I think. <laughs> he's, he's in prison. The guy's like what? top is top five in uh in games played, like top three maybe. He's not even in the top fifteen in points for the blues. Get out of here. Anybody that wants to defend Berglund, you're you you know nothing. Go to the lounge. Go to the lounge, yes. Actually, he was in Let's Go Blues, and he basically said that the Blues looked out of sync at times on Saturday night. Um, and Shin, Shin played well. Um, Blues have a bunch of weird numbers. What's up with all these guys in the 80s? Why, I know, why I thinking? know, exactly. It looks like a preseason game out there. I'm like, what's, what's the deal here? Normally, all the best players wear 80-plus. I don't know. No one wears 80. Eric Lindros, I think, is the only person I can think of in, in the 80s. Um, Yeah, but uh, look at, and I hate to bring him up on this show with Patrick Kane. Uh, well, okay. Look how good he's been. Isn't he 88? Yeah. 88's a good number. I said 81. 81, I've never seen 81. 89, Mary, I've never seen. Uh, Marion Hosa. Is he 81? Yeah, he was 81 for a while with the Hawks. Okay. You sure know a lot about the Blackhawks. Is that your I don't know. No, it, no. You're I just... just naming every Blackhawk player in their number. <laughs> Patrick Anyway, Kane. anyway, no. I'm a, I'm a huge Blues fan. I can't stand the Hawks. But I just Sharp. remember that. What was it's Sharp's weird. Number? I can remember these numbers. I don't know Sharp's number. That's, Tony that's Monte. what I yeah. uh, don't know. Um, Chris Chelios. <sighs> Jeremy I know Cohen. that was a high number. See, I don't know these numbers because I hate the Blackhawks. Now you're just I'm... pretending not to know. You've loved the Blackhawks. No, Hawks. I don't. I seriously don't, Weez. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, I think but... we realized that you, uh, oh, yeah, that you turned down. Yeah, you got to listen to Friday, the last edition, and not the Friday. We're gonna... Episodes may not be coming as regular here. We're going to try to do two a week, but like Monday and Friday aren't the set days. They come when they come. And yeah, so we'll do two listen, a week, but yeah. Listen to the last episode, and, and you'll find out that Joe is willing to be a Cardinal fan for the rest of his life. And because of that, he'll stay <laughs> oh, something yeah, for the yeah, rest but of Yeah, but hey, hey, so, Weez, did do you kind of agree with that, though? I mean, you said Shen played well. Who didn't play well? I mean, I could name 55. one. Well, no, I'm talking forwards now. Out of sync. Uh, when I think out of sync, I think forwards. Yes, defense. Tarasenko too, didn't look very good. Yeah, Tarasenko. He he is what he is now. Look, I have a bum shoulder. I've been dealing with a bum shoulder, at, and now I like re-injured it. I've been dealing with it for like two weeks, and I'm useless. I can't pick anything up. Like, it's he's never going to be the same. So you can't really say he didn't play that well. Who did you think did not play that well? Um. You just said you had one, and now you're struggling. I'd have to say, I, I can't name one. I, I really. You can't. just I mean, said you there was one person that didn't play well. You just said that. No, no, I said that because I knew you were going to harp on him the whole freaking show, and that was Colton Pareko. That's that was the biggest one I I saw because the thing is, you need your defenseman to clear out the front of the net. I'm so tired of being a wussy in front of the net. You know, you're going to get hit. So what? 
don't play like your five what what we what do you think's a, a small player a 510 player don't yeah. play like you're 510 185 play like you're what what is he six foot two six foot three six 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 and 200 and some odd pounds you are throw your weight around a little bit yes i'm not saying be a cheap shot artist like like colorado is and yeah you know what i'm talking about when i say that we but god man use your damn body for once that i i never understood that about colton pareko you know i thought you know what this kid was young when he first came up i'm like i'm gonna give him some time but now i'm kind of agreeing with you man joe just so you know, I'm always right about all these. All these not, people. Not I, always. You can't. You can't say you're always right. Is Nate, your record really? I'm uh, always right about. Is people your record not spotless on every player? Is your the record... only person that I said that wasn't that good that showed sparks of being somewhat good, but then went back to not being pretty good? Matt Carpenter. I'd say Patrick Berglund against Chicago. Against Chicago. He I would knew, be great against Chicago. I knew no. Patrick Bergen was garbage from the first time he stepped on the ice. Get no, out of here. Yeah, no, I was listen, right about that one. Listen, he played He played great against Chicago. I told you, would Bader wasn't couple... any good. Bader's not very good. I told you. Um, I mean, DeYoung's this is just not, since well, I know you. I told you, DeYoung's not very good, even though he had 30 home runs almost. And you're like, he's good. I'm like, is he, Joe? Is he good? And I was, I'm right about that one. This is just in the time that I've known you. All right. Um. I can go back in history and tell you about Jordan, all the guys. Jo- that was okay, right. what about the what about uh Jordan Cairo on Saturday night? He didn't look was very he, good. Yeah, he didn't look very noticeable either. But then it again, is, uh, is his stick made of rubber? <laughs> like, because the the puck just seems to bounce right off of it. <laughs> I don't remember Brett Hall stick like that. Oh yeah, paying homage to somebody who claimed him to be Brett Hall, huh? You and Nin. Yeah, there he is. Hey, you said it. <laughs> hey, hey, you said it. This hey, time, when man. I hear a bad take, I'm gonna call out the bad take. <laughs> you guys anointed him the next Brett Hall. <laughs> no, no, we haven't had a sniper like him since Brett Hall. Tarasenko. We haven't had a right-handed sniper like him since Brett Hall. See, you guys are just who, who have who have we had as a sniper right right-handed since Brett Hall? Can you name one? No, because exactly. But he is. Kairu's not thing. either. He's not. Get out of here. He scored eight goals quick in the season, and then where'd he go? Hello, get out of here. Don't call him Brett Hall. This is garbage. <laughs> Another garbage. All take. right. All right. No, well, hey, hey. I wasn't the only one that had that garbage take, though. So no, we'll you just, just leave cop- it there. You copied the garbage take. <laughs> that, you are just a parakeet. Well, you no, hear, I you like... hear something and you just repeat no, it. No, no. I like. You repeat I like, after I, I say something. Jordan Cairo is intriguing to me, though. He is. He's. He has so much speed, has so much skill. I just hope he puts it together. I you hope, know, I, I hope all a, these guys can. Yeah, like okay, Clem Costin making his debut tonight. Okay, you you have uh, Barbashev moving up to the third line, so it's going to be Barbashev, Thomas, and Tarasenko. Yeah, as a third line. Yes, they do play tonight, Dad. Game time, 9 o'clock. Um, but seriously. This is like Monday that? if anybody's watching or listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Sorry about that. But but seriously, um, do you like that line, Weiss, going into the game? Uh, Thomas Tarasenko? It's okay. I mean, 
slow, fast, broken. So, <laughs> so you're saying we have a problem on the third line? Yeah, and you know they're probably going to score though. Mark him down for a goal. We're Mark playing. Down. We're playing. We're playing Arizona. Come on. Probably. Hey, this is a team that went four and five against Arizona in nine straight games last year. So don't don't count this a win. And we do play them bad. You know what? I'm going to go not bet on them. I was going to put money on them, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying I'm not being negative on the Blues because you know me. I love the Blues, but I mean, so are you picking them to win? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to go bet on the Coyotes. But tonight. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's an overtime. Okay, don't bet the money line or the ninety the sixty minute bet betting line. We're going to have to do a hockey betting school here soon. So much you can bet on hockey; it's fun. I love gambling. You love gambling. I know. I know. I need to get into it too. Uh, but I, I don't want to be too crazy. I don't want to go too crazy because again, my takes are my takes in terms of my bets would be bad. They've made you how much money did I make you last year? Oh, you don't want to know, Joe. You don't want no, to know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, right, I do. The We're boat a... will be here soon enough. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Come on. I think it was around nine hundred bucks betting the opposite of what you did on your old crunch time. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, I'm glad I made you money, even though yeah. it was in the wrong fashion. Huh. I mean, mean, well, I mean, I would have liked to, you know, help you win, but me you actually did. be right. You but, did. but, 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 you, you're exactly what you do. Help me win. But, is, but here, here's the thing, though. I'd you like would to like be, to have been right. Yeah. I'd you like didn't want to look like, side. you didn't want to look like the idiot every yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't want to look like the, the stupid idiot who, um, just says things to say them, you know. Yeah, well, but, that's what you did. That's what the old <laughs> show was. But hey, um, it is what it is. And you have Costin playing tonight on the fourth line. This is a uh, he's he's an enigma because I I don't know what to think of Clem Costin at this point. Too early. Too early. Yeah. All right. What about Jake Neighbors? So what happens? What happens after nine games, Luis? What happens after you send him back to junior, right? Yeah. But who's taking his spot? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. You need somebody to take his spot on this roster. Who do you bring up? That's going to be the main issue right there. You got some guys down there, some some vets that can come up. Some of those. Logan Brown? Probably not Logan Brown. He didn't look very good, unfortunately. Much as I love Jeff Brown. You know when you have when you have a former player's son on your team, or at least in the NHL, you expect them to be good. That's not always the case, right? Yeah. So the Blues play tonight, Wednesday, and then they play the home opener on Saturday. Are you going? Uh, not yet. I have plans on Saturday night. I think. Nice. So. I'm going to the uh, USBC Hall of Fame Saturday night. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. Uh, well, open, I'm sure, we'll open, hear more about that coming up later on this week. Yeah, open open bar starting at five thirty. It'll be fun. Should be fun. Yeah. So, um, we do you have a uh, Joe knows before we get out of here? I don't, Joe. I was a little busy. I forgot. Ah, to look dang! One up. I know you. You're like I can come up with one. I know. I forgot because because <laughs> I, I had to carry the conversation again, Joe. You well, were wrong well, about I, everything. Well, I wasn't wrong about everything. 
Okay, you know we don't have to agree on anything, really. Weeze. That's what makes a good podcast. You don't. I know. Agree but when on you're everything. wrong all the time. All right. This is what it is. This is what it is. Actually, my first Blues game I go to is going to be on Monday, so we'll have to talk about that too. I might fly out to Vegas for Wednesday night. We'll see. Ooh, nice. There's a nice. slim chance, but probably I'll be watching it at a bar. After trivia at the post. Care to do a uh, shameless plug since you kind of mentioned it anyway? Yeah. Trivia at the post. Wednesdays at 8. This week's round include... What did they include? American literature and to be determined. Wednesdays at the post. Win buckets of beer and a $50 gift card. Oh, yeah. Kind of... The only thing I didn't like about that week when we it was Miller Lite, and I forget what other beer it was. Of course, they're the sponsors of the bucket. So okay, could... that that probably makes sense. Then I was yeah. just like, I guess because I was never really a Miller Lite fan because for a while Miller I Lite's to... gross. Coors Light, I kind of like. I'll drink Coors Light. Will you drink? Will you drink Milwaukee? Never had it. Really? Yeah. You being the beer kind of kind of sewer you are, you've never had Milwaukee. Milwaukee's best? No. Look, I don't drink cheap beer. Bush is the cheapest I go. Bud Light? Bud Light's cheap. I mean, Bud it's Light's not more the expensive cheapest. than Bush. But what, a dollar? But that Bush is the cheapest beer I go. Okay. All right. Don't do Natty. Don't do it. Any of the other stuff. Don't do The Beast. Don't do. I don't, I don't even know. Lining, or we, I could see you being a light lining Google fan. They're okay, they're all right, they're all right. They're summer's handy, <laughs> summer shanty. Yeah, sand is this. Oh, my dad just brought one up a good one, Land Shark. It's okay, Corona's better. Corona is better than Land Shark, but not, not by not there's by the much. parakeet just repeating what I no, just said. no, it is. There it is. It, they do have a comparable taste, though, so that's yeah. why I so say Corona's that. better. Yeah, obviously. But anyway, uh, before we get out of here, you have anything else? No, uh, I think I'm good. I'll have a we'll have a good Joe's nose for next week. We'll do a deep dive. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get them to know nothing. <laughs> All right then. For we said we're I'm Joe Hamilton. Thank you guys for listening wherever you may listen, and remember to like, subscribe, rate, review. It helps us out tremendously. Have a good one, guys.